The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and I am so glad to have you with me today. Today we will be talking about kindness and how that relates to us and our healing. But before I get into that, I would like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, The Healing Whisper. I'd also like to remind everybody that you can head on over, after this show, of course, (laughs) to voiceamerica.tv and check out my videos there. I have two types of videos. I have videos about gardening, which is Marianne's Garden, and It's really a show about gardening, but also a show about gardening mindfully. And then the other set of videos that I have going over there are custom guided codes. And these are healing codes that you can follow along with me on the video for healing in the various categories. For example... Today's show will be showing up on video next Friday and so on. So check out voiceamerica.tv. I'd also like to everybody to know that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary Ann Chase. Please always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. Well, kindness. We, we all hear that word, you know, random acts of kindness, and we can say quite often that person is very unkind to me and sometimes we have been accused of being unkind to others and there are times that really we think kindness is somebody else's issue but it's really our own issue it's about us yeah yeah it's really usually all about us when it comes to issues like this kindness is really considered to be an identity issue it's who you think 
or feel that you are. And oftentimes, it is not at all who you are. It is lies that you've been telling yourself about kindness from yourself and kindness related to other people. And like I said, this is an identity issue. It's really one of two identity issues. Next week, we'll get into the other identity issue, which is goodness. And for goodness sake, yes, that is an identity issue. And I definitely will get into the details of that next week. But for today, kindness. Now, how is this a identity issue? Kindness really has to do with external circumstances. It comes into the areas of rejection. And when a person feels rejected, they will tend to become harsh in their actions towards other people because rejection causes a great deal of hurt. It causes a great deal of fear. If you are in a job that you know there's going to be layoffs happening by the dozens or hundreds in some companies, it can create a lot of fear because you're identifying yourself with that particular job or maybe with the other people that are around you. But it is a type of rejection. And if we take that rejection of losing a job as personally, as our identity, I am being fired because I am, and you can just fill in the blank blank after that, I am, then that's how it comes to kindness. In anybody who has been let go or fired or whatever you want to call it, it's all really the same thing, lost a job as a result of layoffs, anybody who has experienced that will tell you it's a very difficult thing. Not only financially, but it's a difficult thing feeling about themselves. They look at the people that still kept their jobs and say, well, why did they keep their jobs? It must be something wrong with me. That is the identity. And that rejection, that sense of rejection comes from our beliefs about ourselves, which are usually a lie. Well, not usually. They always are a lie when it comes to kindness and your beliefs about yourself. And where did you develop that lie? If you're new to the show, you develop these lies 
from childhood experiences, even experiences in the uterus, even from the moment of conception on. And these are experiences in this particular case of rejection. And there's another way that you can have these beliefs of rejection. And it's beliefs that you have actually inherited. And yes, you can inherit beliefs. You inherit them from your mother, your father. And it doesn't even matter if you ever knew either one of them. They are inherited beliefs that are passed down through, shall we say, the DNA. It's a little more complicated than that, and it's a lot simpler than just inherited in the DNA. Because our beliefs actually are energy. And that energy lives in the cells of our body. And so, there you go. We've got these beliefs, and they will keep us stuck, they will keep us diseased, and they will keep us away from the three core things that everybody wants in their life. And that is love, that is joy, and that is peace. Those are three things that everybody desires and everybody wants, no matter what they are telling themselves. So what are some of the things that can happen to a child in the uterus? Well, what if you weren't wanted? And that can give that feeling of rejection. And, believe it or not, when a child is born C-section and the mother had to be anesthetized, that C-section, that anesthesia, severs a critical energy connection between the infant to come and the mother. And it feels like to that infant like rejection. Mom just went away. Mom isn't there to help me come in to wherever I'm going. I guess I have to do this all by myself. Not only is that a rejection, that is an abandonment. Now, I really want to put this caveat in there that even though you might not have been wanted even though you might have been born through some birth trauma like a C-section, that does not mean, absolutely does not mean, that a preg- unwanted pregnancy can be, should be terminated. Absolutely not. Because there are ways, and we know there are ways to stop that feeling of abandonment and rejection. And C-sections, 
Lord knows, I wouldn't be alive today were it not for C-section. I also had to heal some of those abandonment and rejection issues. Because in the day, (laughs) a C-section was very unusual. But my mother would not have survived my birth were it not for that medical technology. So there are ways to heal those. And that is exactly what we will be talking about today. How to heal these. And some of the other issues that you can see related to this kindness issue. Remember, it is an identity issue. It is beliefs that are developed from external circumstances. And what do I mean by external circumstances? Well, things that have happened outside of your control. And really, folks, the only thing within your control is how you perceive things. You can choose to perceive things as rejection, or you can choose to perceive things as, well, it's not about me. So when we come back from the break, we'll get into this a little bit deeper. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about the issue of kindness. Now, we've all experienced 
unkindness and uh, you know I can say pretty I, I, I can pretty well say that we have all been unkind ourselves at some point in our lives now I that that's a pretty broad statement and maybe there are people that have never been unkind but even the kindest people that have ever existed on this planet, I would be willing to guess that they had moments in their lives, whether it was as a small child growing up or a teenager or whatever, that they had experienced or treated other individuals unkindly. And so, as I said in the first half, kindness is about my external circumstances and my programming, my beliefs. You know, our beliefs are kind of like our own programming. And yes, they can be reprogrammed. But it is about those external circumstances. And it's about rejection, or if you want to say the opposite, acceptance and your beliefs so are you wondering am I accepted just the way I am warts and all (laughs) or am I rejected it's really quite critical to heal rejection issues and the reason is is we feel that kindness and those issues that come up around kindness and rejection, we feel that it affects the central nervous system. And we're talking about the brain, we're talking about the spinal cord, the peripheral nerves, and how many people do you know? I know lots of people that have peripheral nerve issues. Not necessarily related to diabetes, but they've got issues with their nervous system. It could be issues like Parkinson's. It could be issues like dementias. In the spinal cord or the peripheral nerves, Multiple sclerosis is one of those. And it seems to be affecting more and more people. That's why it's critical to begin healing issues of kindness. And folks, if anybody out there listening has any of these issues... Please let it be known that it's not your fault. It has to do with your beliefs. And it can easily be related to more than just kindness and rejection issues. Because you know, everything is meshed together. That's really why the best physicians treat the whole body, not just 
the peripheral nerves. Remember I said if you've got diabetes, you might be having peripheral nerve issues. Well, diabetes is a condition of the endocrine system. If it's a type 1 diabetes, and really if it's a type 2, meaning that the hormone insulin is not being produced properly in the pancreas. That's part of the endocrine system. And we relate the endocrine system to issues of love. And another part of diabetes is in the digestive system because the pancreas is part of the digestive system. And we relate the digestive system back to issues associated with peace. So folks, we cannot, we cannot drill down to one thing causing one other thing. And in my beliefs, my personal opinion is that that tends to be one of the big issues with the Western medical is they try to focus on just one single issue and forgetting to address the rest of the body. And folks, it's not the doctor's fault. It's the way they were trained. It's the way they were taught. And that used to be the belief for the longest time. We take a pill for the pain, not even looking at, well, where did the pain come from? Sometimes you have to. Like you have a broken limb and it hurts <laughs> or a torn up knee and it hurts. And we can look at trauma that way. Yeah, we, we, we treat the single issue. But the other disease issues really are multifactorial. And if you look at conditions like dementia and Alzheimer's, yes, it is an issue of the brain. However, it can also be an issue of not wanting to remember things. Maybe there was a trust issue that was violated. Maybe there was a circulatory issue that was a problem because many strokes can also get in there and cause problems like that. And the circulatory system, it's all about humility. So there you have it. Nothing is single, but we can still drill down and work on kindness issues. So kindness is the major question of am I accepted? Pimples and bad hair and all. All of that stuff that we spend millions and millions and millions of dollars looking on the outside the way we think other people want 
to see us. So what are some of the actions that a person will take when kindness is a major issue? Well, we will tend to criticize or we will tend to shut other people out, ostracize or reject them. Neglecting other individuals that really need our attention, that is a kindness. And then kindness is unkindness, is harming others. And some of the emotions that we experience when kindness is a big issue for us, those are emotions of rejection, abandonment, hurt, Fear of rejection, actually being overly aggressive and antagonistic, meaning that we push other people's buttons just to make them mad. How many siblings do that to each other? (laughs) Another emotion is destructiveness or being just really rough. And simply being mean or vengeful. Do you want to take revenge on somebody for whatever action? And just that simple feeling of being neglected. You know, I really want to speak to this vengefulness emotion for a moment. Sometimes I'm reading on social media little posts about someone who did something really bad. And, excuse me, I will admit that the action was really bad. And yet the comments that just fill that post are very interesting The comments being, that person should suffer three and four times as bad as the suffering that that person created. Or that person needs to be treated the same way. And all of these revenge type comments. And yes, I say that that person was unkind. And yes, that person that did whatever it was needs to be responsible for their actions. But the vengefulness that comes from everybody else that doesn't even know and the action didn't even happen to them, those vengeful Words are words of unkindness. And my thought that always comes up on these situations is, first of all, like I said a minute ago, that person does need to be responsible for their actions and pay back in some way how they 
pay it back to our society. Pay it forward. But the other people making those comments, that person still needs to be forgiven. Because as you know, forgiveness does not let them off the hook. It lets you off the hook. You will not have that attitude of vengefulness when you forgive them. And you'll be able to help that person pay back to society what they did. Well, folks, it's time for a break. So when we come back, we'll finish up this feelings about or this discussion about kindness and we'll have a custom guided code given. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about kindness. And before we get back into that, I would like to remind everybody you can connect with me on Facebook, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And after the show, head on over to voiceamerica.tv, check out uh, The Healing Whisper, Marianne's Garden, as well as The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace TV, where I have custom guided codes that you can follow along with me on those. Well, kindness it is an issue of identity. Who do we believe we are? And it's 
our beliefs about our external circumstances. And the main unhealthy beliefs that is associated with kindness is people will take advantage of me as well as people are too sensitive. Now we can break those conversations that we will have with ourselves down into uh, about seven different areas. So if our conversation with ourselves is associated with shame, it would be, if they knew me, they would hate me. I don't deserve kindness or anything else other than punishment or scorn. And that comes from a infusing of the lie that you are flawed. And again, that can come from our parents. It can come from even a teacher. Because a lot of these unhealthy beliefs begin at conception and can continue even into the teen years. And then there is the apathy-based belief where seeking kindness is kind of like chasing my shadow. I can't catch it no matter what I do. Unkindness, on the other hand, finds me automatically. And that apathy is like a what's-the-use attitude. And then there's the grief. When you are grieving about something, people who should have been kind to me weren't. I didn't learn to be kind to myself or to others because I wasn't taught. I had lots of times when I could have been kind, but I didn't. I didn't do it. I lost. And that's, that, that is the grief. And let me just add on to that that when we have that kind of thing going on, or any belief surrounding kindness, it really does need to be healed. Because once you begin to heal it, you don't have to be taught to be kind. It really comes automatically. It's one of those things like, well, how? And I don't have an answer to the how. It just is. Now there's the fear-based thing. When we experience unkindness and rejection, it does create a lot of fear. And when you've had rejection happen a lot, that fear is pretty huge. So, The fear-based conversation is, uh uh-oh, here comes pain and cruelty again. There's a black cloud hanging over everything. You know, like the cartoons show you that little black cloud with the thunderbolts just over a person's head. 
My fears are supposed to keep me safe, but they seal me off from the kindness of others. That is a belief. And yes, our fears are supposed to keep you safe. But those are fears that are real. Those are fears that are true. Now, if you live in a jungle where the cobra snake exists, then you have what is called a healthy fear. You know what to do. And your fear response, your stress response, is very active. And it does keep you safe. And if you don't live in that kind of a jungle, and you grew up in a part of the world like I did, where rattlesnakes exist, you have that same sort of healthy fear. No matter where you live, In this modern world, there is a healthy fear. If you're walking down the street in a large city and suddenly a car skips the curb and starts going towards you, that fear response is a very good thing to have. It tells you to jump out of the way or move out of the way. And it does things for your body that you would not have been capable of doing under normal circumstances. That's the way the fear response is supposed to be used. But when you have a fear that people will be unkind to you, that you will be rejected, it's doing the same thing to your body as if something was coming towards you that could kill you. But you're not physically reacting the same way. You're not burning those stress hormones by jumping and running out of the way. It's just going back into your body and in this case, affecting your central nervous system. Now there's another area where our unhealthy beliefs Reside, and that's in lust, craving, and desire. And that says, I can manipulate people into being kind to me. I can milk kindness from them like they were cows. (laughs) I need their kindness, but I can't share it with them. There's not enough to go around. And that's what lust really is about lust, craving. There's not enough. There's not enough. I have to have it all. There's not enough for me. And then there's the anger. Kindness means I get taken advantage of. When you are kind to other people, People don't respect kindness. They respect money and power. The weak want me to be kind. I want them out of my way. 
And how much of that particular attitude, shall we say, do we see in the leaders of the world that have been so unkind, so mean, so horrible, that they are unkind. They want people out of their way and they are willing to murder millions just so they, that one single person, can achieve what they think needs to be achieved. Now that is a conversation that would take us down the wrong rabbit hole, (laughs) a political rabbit hole. But who do you know that is so angry that they just want to get other people out of their way? It doesn't have to be a world leader. It can be your next door neighbor. It could be you. Now the last area where we will feel that we need to be unkind is in the area of pride. And that is, I deserve kindness. I am kind to those who deserve it, but not to those who don't deserve it. Why waste kindness on the undeserving? Let me just reference back that little conversation I had about a posting that we all see about someone who did something terribly unkind. And the common ones that I see are individuals that have been very unkind to an animal. And you may believe that they do not deserve kindness. But what they do deserve is forgiveness. And forgiveness is an act of kindness toward yourself. So some of those are the conversations. And if you recognize that little conversation that you're having with yourself, basically what your ego is telling you, if you hear yourself say that sometimes, you know, even if you hear a parent say something like that, there's a very good chance that you have that same conversation going on in your own head where that little, shall we say, crazy part of ourselves is having that conversation. So let's start healing. And there are really two ways to begin healing. And I would suggest doing both. You can heal by using energetic methods or you can heal by simple acts of kindness. When we come back from the break, we will get into how to do that. 
Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and we've been speaking of kindness. And where kindness issues are primary, we tend to develop diseases or dysfunctions in the central nervous system. So it's a rather critical area to heal. Now, just before the break, I mentioned there were really two things that a person could do to begin healing issues in this kindness area. One was energy medicines and You know, there are so many different types of energy medicines out there that all work. And, you know, honestly, that was the best thing about energy medicine. You can find what works for you. And the other way of healing issues of kindness is by actually purposefully performing simple acts of kindness. Whether you feel that a person deserves that simple act of kindness is another thing entirely. And what the very first simple act of kindness can be, first towards yourself, is the act of forgiveness. Then towards whoever you have feelings of unkindness towards. First of all, identify why do you feel that person doesn't deserve kindness? And then secondly, forgive them for whatever that thing is. Because not only is it a simple act of kindness towards that person, but it is a major act of kindness towards yourself to do that forgiveness. 
personally, I do not feel that the pay it forward thing is always an act of kindness. Sometimes paying it forward is a sense of obligation. Now, if you're paying it forward because you know the next person in line can't afford their meal, then that is definitely an act of kindness. But if you're paying it forward expecting that person behind you to pay it forward to the next person, then that is not an act of kindness. That is an act of expectation. And when we have expectations set for other people, it is not an act of love. So think of a simple act of kindness that you can start doing on a daily basis. Maybe multiple times in a day. And that will begin healing the beliefs. Those negative beliefs. Now what I want to do here for the next few minutes of the show is give you all a custom healing code. Now, if you're where you can write this down, please do so. But if you're not, if you're driving, don't write it down. Come back to the show. Listen to the show. Go to voiceamerica.tv next Friday, and you can actually watch the code and follow along with me while doing the code. I will describe how to do the codes. The very first thing that you do is a prayer or a request, if you will. And there's a simple formula prayer that you can say that all known and unknown negative images, unhealthy beliefs, and destructive cellular memories, all resulting physical issues related to unkindness, be found open and healed by filling me with the love, life, and light of God. And if you don't believe in God, just say, filling me with love, life, and light. I also ask that the effectiveness of this healing be increased by 100 times or more, and that it be gentle and easy. That's a great formula prayer. And It works even better if you're praying from your heart. Meaning that you're just saying the words that you want to heal. You want to heal issues of unkindness. If you're wanting to heal central nervous system issues, you can say that I'm wanting to heal this issue. uh, State specifically what that issue is. Related to unkindness. Then you go into doing the healing codes. Now, what the healing codes are, are different hand positions pointing to four different areas of the head and neck. Right now, in the interest of time, I'm not going to get very specific about that. But I will tell you which hand position to point to which healing area. So the first hand position is you put your 
point your left hand towards the bridge and the right hand to the jaw. Hold that for about 30 seconds or until you feel the need to move. The next hand position is the left hand to the jaw and the right hand to the jaw. In other words, both hands to the jaw. The third hand position is the left hand to the bridge again, but the right hand goes to the Adam's apple. And the final position is both hands to the temple. Like I said, you hold each hand position for about 30 seconds or until you feel the need to move. Now, do this healing code for a total of seven minutes, meaning that after the first two minutes, because there's only four hand positions with this code, after the first two minutes, go right back to that first hand positions. While you're doing this code, either hold a love picture, which is a picture in your imagination, if you will, of love. What do you love? Who do you love? What makes you feel love? Or you can do what we call a truth focus statement, which is not an affirmation, but it is a statement that you believe is true. So here is an example I am kind and help others to feel loved and appreciated. But if you don't believe you are kind, you don't want to use that statement because it actually can cause more stress. Then you can try to use a focus statement like this. I choose to treat myself and others with kindness and gentleness. Notice that word choose. It's an action. And if you don't feel you are kind, maybe you can go with, I am learning to be kind. Again, that action of learning. After this code is finished, after those seven minutes, you can give a prayer of thanks. You can put gratitude out for the beginning of healing. And that's it. You will be best served if you can do this code three times a day. Now, that could be 21 minutes, a total, which is a lot, or three different times in the day. It depends on you. Well, folks, what we have been talking about here are negative beliefs that we have in our heart. That is the, I love you with all my heart, heart. And thousands of years ago, there was a very wise man. His, he was a king. His name was Solomon. And he said, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And so until a next and so until next week, when we talk about goodness, I give you blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to the healing whisper of return to peace. 
Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you.